0: Hi everyone, this is Jen and Sam and welcome to our podcast, Miracle Mindset, where we give you our unsolicited, probably unwanted advice, but if you want to become the best version of yourself, start believing in yourself a little bit more, then tune in every Sunday for the podcast. Cheers. Bye. Hi
1: guys, and welcome back to another episode of Miracle Mindset. So we're so excited today because we've had a guest that we've wanted on for Ages, I feel like literally probably years at this point. It's Jen Cohen. So, an amazing entrepreneur, speaker, author, and many other facets that we're going to find out more about during today's podcast. For anybody who maybe is new to everything that you do or isn't completely aware, do you just want to introduce yourself and what it is it you do?
2: I love your accent, by the way. I basically teach people how to be bolder, be bold. Um, I wrote this book, Bigger, Better, Bolder, to tell people and show people how they can chase what they want in their life versus just accepting and taking what they get. Um, I have a podcast called Habits and Hustle. uh, That's all about um, leveling up your life and being it's all for entrepreneurs and people who want to be the best version of themselves and be productive and uh we do I do that um I spend a lot of time just doing speaking and like I said trying to help people become the best version of themselves
0: I want to explore a little bit about your book and like the concept of it where did you obviously it comes from somewhere like for you what started the need to be bold like where did it come from in your life
2: uh well I think it came from the fact that I felt that a lot of times we we don't try to do things because we have so much self-doubt and we talk ourselves out of doing something because of fear self-doubt uh self-consciousness and I feel that if we can get out of our own way and let ourselves do it anyway even when we feel that way the world opens up in so many vast ways with opportunities to kind of get the life that you actually want that's more authentic to who you are and what i found to be what happens including myself by the way i'm not i'm not talking from a white tower i'm talking an ivory tower i'm talking from my own experience that when i stopped letting my myself or self doubt stop me I ended up getting, I, 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 was, I ended up being able to do so many things, getting opportunities that I never even knew existed by just going down that path. And so I want to help and teach people that they, it's not about the smartest person or the most talented person that actually achieves that success. It's the people that actually went for it. And I did a TED talk a few years ago. Uh, called the secret to getting anything you want and I I walk people through a whole story which they have to they have to either watch like they're gonna read my book or watch the TED talk and they'll hear what it is and I think that that went was so popular my TED talk went viral because I think a lot of people resonated with that idea right that they just don't even bother trying because they just didn't think they they don't think they can because they don't have the talent and they don't have the wherewithal. they don't they're not pretty enough. they're not this enough. They're not x, y, Z enough. And all my experience has shown me all of that is nonsense and it doesn't even matter at the end of the day. It's the people that just actually went for it.
1: I think everybody can relate on some level or like feels a little bit, oh, potentially that's me when you say things like, you go for the you think you're going for the best but actually it's just the best of what you know within your remit so it might be the best of the jobs that are available at that time or the best of the friends or colleagues or network that you think you have at that time you think that you're going for the best but it's best it's just the best of what you know how do people start to look beyond what they know and be bold in that sense rather than just like being stuck in the normality or the routine and really challenging ourselves to think beyond what we currently know.
2: I think you start baby you start small baby steps right you train your brain to get out of that mindset and you reframe how you think about things and you do little things daily and no one it's not that you're going to change overnight no, nothing nothing happens overnight. But if you can do bold moves daily to, you know, to, to make you more, if you can't ask for the big, if, if you if you, if you're uncomfortable asking for the little things, you're never going to be comfortable asking for the big things. So start asking for these little things and tweak your life in such a way. And it can be small little things like just when you go to a restaurant, I talk about, and you ask for salad dressing or sauce on the side you know when when maybe before you felt like you would be you know it's rude or it's you're too shy to do that but once you start speaking up for yourself and actually like putting out there what you really genuinely want um it gets easier right and so you do little things like that you can call your self service provider and ask for a different sell plan maybe you're paying through i don't know how it get different there but you know if you're paying a certain amount of money every month maybe they have a better plan but you never even bother to ask or find out so it's my the idea is to curate and design a life for yourself that is much more cu- authentic to wh- how you really want to live so if you want a job don't just take the job that's that was offered to you but by or going on to like a job posting call the company that you really want to work work for. Like, is there a company or a person or a place that like you really are inspired by and like make a direct contact or connection to that. So then you're living your life more to what you really want to be doing. And that's really the purpose of all of this.
0: Why do you think people, all of us to an extent, why do you think we're scared of success and The idea of living a life that's true, like why do you think we do hold ourselves back and we do fear it a little bit?
2: I think we are we're very conditioned to um, not make waves, to basically acquiesce and keep the no and and like not not step out of turn. That's the first thing I think. Depending on our culture and society. We automatically just do what we're supposed to do, right? It's very difficult to kind of step away from that and have some individualized thinking and be like, you know what, even though this is what I'm supposed to be doing, quote unquote, I'm going to try, I'm going to zig instead of zag, right? I'm going to go after this instead of do that. It's, it's, it's hard and it's scary because it's you're fighting against all the things that you were taught that you should be doing especially as a woman, as a as a girl, we're taught to be polite. We were taught not to step out of turn. We were taught like to be, have manners and, you know, and the truth of the matter is like when you're bold, it's it could be considered too abrasive or, or pushy or bossy. And at some point you gotta be like, I don't care what the idea of what it is is. I still wanna live a life that I'm happy with because to me, it's about living a rich life. And that's not, I'm not talking about money and cars and stuff like that, but I'm talking what rich life needs, means to me is meaningful relationships, a job that you wanna be in. Um, it's about doing, like I said, it's about curating things around you that are much more true to who you are, right? Like from, from what you eat, to what exercises you're doing, to the people you hang around with, to the job you do, to the person you marry, the person you date. Like, don't just go out with some guy because he asked you out. So you're going to be like, all right, he asked me out. Well, you know, maybe there's another guy that you actually really like, but you're too scared to ask him out. You know what I mean? Like I, I try to like turn everything on its head and make you really the boss of your life make you the CEO of your own life and and what that will be you know regardless of what other people and how it could be perceived
1: do you feel like that's always come more naturally to you or do you feel like you you still have to overcome like these same fears was there quite a turning point
2: no and the fact is like what I talk about it didn't come naturally and for most people it doesn't come naturally And so my entire point of the the book was to talk about the fact that boldness is a skill like anything else. If you want to get good at swimming, if you want to get good at karate, if you want to get good at a different language, you have to practice it. And that's the same with being bold. You got to practice being bold, just how you would practice anything else that you would try to be good at. And as you practice, you get, you see yourself getting better and better. Now you're not going to, you know, you may not, it, you may not become the boldest person in the world or or an Olympic swimmer if you swam every day, but I will guarantee one thing, you'll get better, you'll become better, you'll be closer to, uh, you'll be living a life closer to what's more what you, true to you than not by getting comfortable with asking and doing and being in that way. And quite frankly, as that happens, the neuroplasticity in your brain starts to change because like it or not, you end up like, if you want to say it, like the squeaky wheel gets the oil, right? Like the more you start asking for what you want, it's amazing how you actually end up getting more of what you want. And so once that happens, you don't want to, you, you, you're not going to want to go back to the other way. So like those, those positive reinforcements will help you to, make, to keep on going. But if you don't do anything, you know, and just sit there and just hope, You know, something in motion stays in motion. Well, something stagnant stays stagnant. And uh, for me, for my own, like I said, for my own personal uh, experience, I had to, I, 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 I saw once I started stepping out and acting more bold, what actually happened in my life. And so like, that was how I became this way. It wasn't like, oh, I woke up one day and I was like, I'm gonna just do this. It was like, I started to do these things and I noticed that, you know, it was actually working for my
1: advantage. I think it's getting into like the routine as well of like, proving to yourself that you can do more and you like your confidence grows and then the last time where you might not have asked for something it just becomes a normality to ask for something and then you don't see yourself actually doing more and more bold things that once would have seemed completely out of reach and I think like the goal as well with being bold or just with gradually going after more and more of what you want is to like get to know yourself a little bit more going after truly your path and what makes you feel best and excited and motivated rather than just like kind of being stuck in it and I think people have these realizations at different points either it comes from years of being like dissatisfied and then they hear something they're like oh um I didn't realize I could actually break the trap of being in the nine to five or having to work in this career because that's what I put myself in for all these years but it's like always thinking that the life that you have now and somebody else's completely different life that you might want aspects of is just another chain of events that they've taken and like is still available to you no matter how far into that circumstance you are a
2: a couple things have to happen you have to reflect and have self-awareness of who you are and what makes you happy and then you got to like it's a re, you reverse engineer and then you figure out how to get there. So what I talk about a lot is making ten, this thing called the 10% target, which is you make 10 attempts, 10 attempts at whatever you want most. You pick one thing and you make 10 attempts. Now, the reason why I say that is most people don't even make one attempt. Hardly anybody makes two attempts. So if you're somebody who's making 10 attempts, your chances of getting to that thing is so much higher. That's the first part. The second part is going down that process of making these attempts will build your resilience because you'll get comfortable with failure because the more you do something, the less, the less it becomes of a, a thing, right? You become desensitized to that feeling of failure. And so it makes you more resilient. And that's how you train yourself to keep on going, if it's that thing. And the truth of the matter is you still may not get to that one goal, but I promise that another opportunity will present itself by just walking down that path because something in motion stays in motion. So doing it and being it and acting creates so much more flow than just sitting and thinking and manifesting and visualizing, because with all of that, you still have to do action. You still have to put the work in. You still have to do something beyond just the visual of it.
0: What would you say is a good way, especially if people are procrastinating? Because I feel like so many of us get busy in the day-to-day and the nitty-gritty and the little things that we don't have good habits that are going to get us to where we need to be. So like, what advice would you give for that?
2: Well, this is what I would say about the, I think that what you said is something I talk about, which is this idea of this whole hashtag on social media, of manifestation, manifest, manifest, you know, uh, law of attraction. To me, all of this is silly. Seriously, it's silly. If you don't do anything to make it happen for yourself, you can't just sit there, kumbaya, hoping something's going to happen, creating a vision board, visualizing it, like, okay, I mean, I can do that all day and I'll be right where I was before. To me, what needs to happen is you put yourself in a position to win. And how do you put yourself in a position to win? Is you create a structure where you are the most productive version of yourself, where you're creating a situation and a space where you're, you're, you're on point, you're mentally alert, you're focused and you're like in the zone to act. So to me, creating, Rituals and routines with really strong habits are really fundamental. You know, to me, exercise is fundamental. And it's not because I want to get a great ass or because I want to have like a six pack. But for me, it's really about the idea that number one, I'm doing something that is really good for myself, number one. So I'm like doing something that's also hard. When you do hard things, when you do hard things, You're telling yourself, you're giving, you're you're building self-confidence in yourself. You're like, you know what, I did, I could could do it. And then you do it and you're like, I did it. It's like, you have a sense of accomplishment. You have a sense of, you know, like purpose. Like, all right, I did that. I could do it again. And guess what? I can even do it harder or more or better. So that's why exercise to me is so important. It also teaches you goal setting, patience. If you want to see a result of some kind, it also teaches you discipline. So, to me, exercise is fundamental. Now, you don't have to be like, you know, uh, an Olympic athlete. But I'm saying move your body with purpose doing something. I don't care. You can dance, you can do yoga. I don't care what it is. That's the first thing. The second thing is create things that are going to put you in a place where you are winning first thing in the morning. So, you feel that sense of accomplishment. So, you know, a lot of people like to journal. A lot of people like to meditate. A lot of people like to do these things. So do these things first thing. If that is actually helping you, you, your brain, your focus, your alert. So to me, that's how you, and that's how you, start on that path. I think that the more things that are, like like those habits that we put on autopilot, it. It frees up more space in our brain to focus on the other things that we need to get done. And that's what that's another reason why it's really important. So to answer your question, you know, we people procrastinate all the time. I prefer, I'm a huge procrastinator, but, you know, I, I put these these things in my in my thing, in my schedule or in my in my system where I'm like, I will not allow myself to do this unless I do this first. And so I created a structure where then, you know, I have kind of like a reward system for myself or or what other, also what happens is when I become so accustomed to doing these healthy habits, when I don't do them, I feel off where it's like, I, if I, if I actually ended up doing them, it would have been way better off for myself. So I remind myself of those things. So you do all sorts of things like that to keep you on point. So you can actually get the stuff done.
1: I think another habit as well that I really resonated with that I've heard you speak about is like the habit of being curious and asking questions and being interested in people. I remember once mm, I yeah. somebody and um, I literally, Sam hadn't joined the call yet. And before Sam came on, i basically given a like, I wanted to know her whole life story. And when Sam came on, she made a joke of it and was like, Oh, haha, Jen, just give me a little interview here. And I was like, Oh, sorry. Like, I didn't even realize I was doing it. And she was like, No, it's probably actually a really good habit. And she was like, Successfully, what she did. And she was like, That's something that I always do. I always question how people got to where they are, how, like, interest I think just being interested is like the key thing in whatever comes to you in like your day-to-day your job and the people that you meet just like being a bit interested and in seeing what you find out how has being interested and curious got you to where you are so right so I would
2: say curiosity to me isn't a habit Because habits to me are like things that you do to make you do other things, right? So for me, like when I do this, it's kind of like, it's called like, it's in the limbic system. Like to me, it's like, when I do this, it will create, it will create a situation where then I do something else, right? Now, curiosity to me is something I talk a lot about. And I talk about that in my book a lot because it's kind of like the sister or brother to being bold. To me, it's something that people have to harness if they're not naturally curious. So to me, I was naturally curious. I wasn't bold, which, but I was curious. And so it led me to being more bold. When you're curious, that's when you get, a. and I think it's interesting that you say this because to me, I think that that's how you really get a lot of information and you learn a ton about things that you want, don't want, you learn about other things in the world. It makes you interesting. Like being interested makes you interesting. And if some people just don't care, you know, like it's interesting. That's interesting to me. I don't know how people just have no interest. It, it's crazy. But if they don't, they have to learn and harness that skill of being curious because that's to me when so many other doors open. Um, and you know like i talk a lot about like ways to do that you know like i'll even go on to like I, like an elevator and talk to the one person in the elevator you know it's always an uncomfortable awkward space it's small everyone doesn't no one wants to make eye contact they're all looking different ways and i'll just be like hi are you here for a personal reason are you here for business and you know like i've met some very interesting people in that elevator like i think when you just you you kind of put yourself out there and you are just curious and, and you're and you can tell it's a well-intentioned curiosity You're not doing it out of spite or meanness or whatever it's so amazing how people respond to you and what you can get out of that right and so like i said not everyone's going to be a 10 out of 10 in curiosity i'm like a 10 out of 10 but if you if you are a one out of 10 try to bump that up to four or five out of 10 because you need that in order to grow in a lot of different ways it's how do you to me it's how you understand people it's how you see how people are there's so much you there's so much value in having an open mind like that
1: yeah mm-hmm. if somebody was to say to me like oh you're an interested person I think that would be one of the biggest compliments you could give me like um interested people are interest interesting people are interested and like you have got to just think beyond what you see around you like where might the opportunity lie not even in a selfish way but instead of getting in like a car and not being bothered to speak or whatever just ask a few questions open up the conversation like open up the conversation see what you might find out it could be a new opportunity for you it could be an op- a new opportunity for them like you never know what is that right in front of you unless you ask like it I think Absolutely. it's a huge skill And for anybody who like is liking the idea of this, has anything ever come to you through being interested? Like, do you have a good example of where you've maybe put yourself out there and you're like, oh, I will- A hundred percent. There was an example,
2: uh, well, not recently, but um, that someone emailed me by accident. They meant to email another Jennifer Cohen. They emailed me a manuscript of their new book. And instead of just pressing delete, being like, this is not for me, I saw on the signature the guy's phone number and you know all his information I called him I said you sent me you by accident you sent me um this email with a manuscript I just want, I wanted you to know that you sent it to the wrong person and I'm curious now who you are and I started talking to this guy who was like a really big political New York Times um I get to like a, like a, like a commentator and he's written all these books and blah, blah, blah. We ended up talking for a very, very long time. I was asking him a ton of questions and then he so happened to also be a writer for Forbes. And I said to him, I want to work, work for, I'd love to write a column for Forbes. And it was through that relationship that, that he connected me to the editor that I ended up getting a, 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 a leadership column that i did for seven years in forbes magazine because i called this guy asked him a ton of questions we got along and i just asked the question and like i have a million stories like that like my entire career and my entire life is literally based on me being curious and leading with that curiosity which turns into being bold and just like with question after question, getting myself into situations where I don't belong and getting jobs and boyfriends, husbands, whatever it is, right? Based on the path that led me down.
0: Wow. I think that's so amazing because I think if you, if anyone looks around all the people that they know, I guarantee we could be in a much different position, whether it be physically, financially, if you just went out and started to ask Like we ask Google search we ask YouTube we ask indeed to find us a job we don't ask the people that are going to get us there. you know what I mean like I know 100% somebody,
2: that's exactly my point right we'd ask indeed We go onto all of these things, exactly. We Google it because our whole world now has become technology-based, right? Like it's so much easier to sit in your little cubicle or at home desk and be like, Google, tell me this, or indeed, there's no human connection. There's no human anything. And so you have to like really force yourself to step out of that and be the person, be the one to actually do it differently, to go the opposite way and make that make that change. Because that's that's where you're gonna find the stuff. Unless you wanna like, you know, this is why socialization is so down, dating is down. There's no relationships anymore because people are forgetting how to even socialize with each other. Unless they're DMing each other and texting each other. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've like called people and they were shocked. They're like, they, like why are you calling? I'm like, yeah, I'm calling. Cause that's why there's a phone. A phone is actually made. So you make phone calls, right? That's what the phone was actually made for. It wasn't made just to like text on a computer. And people are are always so like surprised when like their phone is ringing, you know? So it's amazing to me how that is the case. So be that person who makes the phone call instead of texting. And there'll be nine out of 10 times people won't answer the phone. But that one time they actually do, you'll have a conversation and you'll never believe what can come from it
0: a lot of people are going to take so much from this because we're all especially in our 20s and trying to navigate what we do people please and we do just like look around and kind of settle for less so I know obviously you've got a busy day so we wanted to ask a final thing so for you what are your what is your just advice like generally that you would give now like you've reached a success and everything to people that just might be thinking but where do I start
2: I would say start with what you like to do and what more than what you like to do, what you're good at. Like we all have things that we are like really good at and things that we're not so great at. I always say what I did was I leaned really hard into my things that I was really good at and that, that helped me with my confidence, but it also like it, it, what you're good at is what you're gonna, what you do. It's like when you go to the gym, right? You end up doing the same things that you are strong in and the things that you're kind of bad at, you don't wanna do them, right? And then you end up not going at all or not doing anything. So if you're someone who's struggling at the beginning, pick something that you are seriously good at and go down that path and do something small with it. Or if you're someone who's shy, like, like I said, this book is full of, it's a whole workbook in here, right? But I will say, Part of the workbook is do something bold every day. It could be something super small, but for like one week, do something out of your comfort zone. It could be making a phone call instead of texting. It could be, um, that's the first one I would say. I would say, staying, you know, maybe not doing social media for, change what you're doing. Pick something different than social media for 15 or 10 minutes. Like do something that you would never otherwise do that you would usually spend that time scrolling TikTok, right? Something like that, where you're kind of getting yourself in a place that you're doing something that's, nor- that's different than what you normally would do because that's how you make a change.
1: break the chain, like break the chain of wanting to go for a slightly different job, but your mom and dad telling you, that oh, that's the way of the world and it's nine to five. And that's like, that's just adulthood or break your daily routine or the type of people that you're speaking to on the day to day, like just break up what you know to be true and see what comes. It's so exciting. I always
2: tell people, I talk about this in the book, it's called, I say, do the opposite for one week, do the opposite of what you normally would do. So if you normally say no to whatever that thing is, say yes, you know, like whatever you normally would do, because if you do the same thing over and over again, and then expect a different result, that's called insanity. The only way to change where you, where you are today right now is to do things differently. And that has to be, doesn't happen just because you wake up that way. It has to be intentional. It has to be deliberate or it won't happen. 100%
1: thank you so so much for coming on we'll put all of the links to your podcast and book and TED talk in the description below um but yeah thank you so much I think it's been such a good motivating episode and I know people are going to take so much from it
2: thank you guys and thank you so much for having me on and uh, I apologize, I have to run to this meeting, but thank you so much, you guys.
1: Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Miracle Mindsets. If you enjoyed it, please let us know in Apple Podcast Reviews or on our Instagram, Miracle Mindsets.
0: We love you all and we will see you next week.
1: Bye. Bye.